Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. everybody and welcome back to the beer ladies podcast and today we are super excited we've been planning this episode for a little while and um well you're just gonna have to see how this thing goes but we're doing a beer ladies pub quiz and the whole you know the whole idea is that we're each going to have a chance to ask a couple of questions we will answer them but we want you to play along at home too and we really want you to post your scores to us on all of our usual social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon. I hope that's all of them. Um, but you can find us at all the places. So at Beer Ladies Pod um, on most of the platforms, except for Facebook, which is Beer Ladies Podcast. And if you are ever struggling to find an episode or a link to buy merch or a link to buy us a beer just go to our website it's beerladiespodcast.com and that's it um so enough of intros let's let's get to who's in the room um spoiler alert it's all four of us <laughs> welcome ladies <laughs> hi hello and um for those at home this is our last episode of the year we're going to take our annual christmas break it's a nice time to be with family and friends and and all of that. So this is our yeah this is our last episode of 2022, and we'll be back in January. And um, one of the big things that's happening in January is our live recording at Rascals on the 12th of Jan. And so if you haven't already picked up your free tickets, go do that now on Eventbrite. And the link is in our social media bios in our link tree. You can go buy the ticket straight from there or go straight to Eventbrite. Or go to Rascals because they're kindly having us over to do a live recording. And again, that's the 12th of Jan. And you get a free glass of beer as you as you walk in. And there'll be QA and we're going to be talking fun things. So come and have a come and have a squiz at us in real life if you haven't met us, which I'm sure a lot of you have. <laughs> All right. Okay, so ladies, we're doing pub quizzes and we do have beers for this, of course. So I'll tell everybody how it works, but let's first go around the room and see what have we got on for our festive pub quiz. Lisa, let's start with you. So I have started with, again, currently obsessed with this beer, the Hope Dublin Porter, which is their winter seasonal. And it's a good thing that this is what I've recently become obsessed with because 
they've got it at my local spa. So just thrilled with this beer, just solid, you know, delicious porter, perfect for this freezing cold weather we're having and delighted to, you know, be helped with in the pub quiz with this one. So fingers crossed it will, it will bring me some luck. We'll see. Nice. Katie, what have you got tonight? I have gone for, as I'm Katie from Clare, gone for a lovely Clare beer, Mm. Flora and Fauna by Western Herd. And I, for once, have matching glass. Can you even see that? Matching glassware. I've gone all out, gone all out. So it's a 10 hop double IPA. I would call, I would say it's quite West Coast in style. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's delicious. It's lovely. It's not too and, hazy, not too hazy, but it's kind of got that resinous look mm. to it and it just tastes delicious. And that'll be the new batch, I guess, that's just out uh, on shelves. Oh, is it? I know that I Irish Whiskey so. Twitter, we're stockpiling it. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> so very, how dare they? And yeah. I'm wearing my, of course, my Christmas jumper designed by our very own Tandy. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, there we yeah, go. sorry. I, I, I've, I've also got a, a happy Christmas tree t-shirt. Oh, what? Tandy's got one too. We've got them in different <laughs> colors. It's so <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Synergy. Well done. For those not watching, go go over to YouTube or go and look at any of our socials and you'll find all of the all of the fun Christmas merch, both beer ladies and my own. So go and have a look. Uh, Christina, what have you got tonight, my friend? Um, well, I'm trying to get an, uh, you know, a bit of an edge by just sticking to the tea uh, that I'm <laughs> drinking. Um, Sobriety's going to do you a favor, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I do have my last of my uh, Belgian beers that I uh, brought over when I was in Bruges last time. And so this is the Boone Creek Mariage Parfait. And mm. I cannot wait for this. Yum. Yum, yum. Right. Another beer that we've... Um, at least spoken about on the pod a little bit. I've got Clancy's Can, so this is Ballykill Cavern. Clancy's mm. Can number 11, which is the maple and peak and brown ale. And I've only had one sip, but I am well impressed. It's delicious. And again, perfect for this cold as fuck weather. I'm mm. dying. My southern hemisphere body is just not coping anymore <laughs> <laughs> with this level of cold. Um, and for those not in Dublin, we've uncharacteristically got snow in the last yep. few days we've got i've got the mountains right in front of my house and they are white they're beautiful but it is yeah it's cold so we need we need things like brown ales and porters and delicious boozy things to keep us warm right or tea tea is or also tea. good or tea tea is always or a coffee <laughs> right friends so here's how it's going to work each of us have got a few questions and we're going to go around, you know, similar to what we do with um, what you're drinking. And the quiz master is just the person asking the question. And the the other three of us are going to have a stab at the answer. And we're not going to shout it out loud just yet. We're each going to write it down and show everybody on maybe a count of three and reveal the answers. And Katie is going to keep track of who amongst us four eventually wins our pub quiz but we also have a little twist at the end where we're going to do a wrong answers only round (laughs) and the winner of that round is going to be determined by whoever asks the question so it's going to be a little bit like cards against humanity you know choose the choose the funniest answer as opposed to you know the one that's correct 
So that's how it's going to work. Um, let's let's start our first question. And for those who are listening along as opposed to watching, we will tell you what our answers are. So you will know what we've all guessed. But for those watching, we're going to show you based on our um, on our whiteboard slash card slash post-its uh, what our answers are so that you can keep track and know that we're not cheating. Okay. <laughs> so, Christina, do you want to start us off with a question? Okay. Ooh, yes. Ready? What Christmas time drinking tradition is sometimes also known as apple howling? Everybody ready? I'm changing my so. answer. I'm changing my <laughs> answer. <laughs> Damn, man, you went so Come hard. Out. Hard question. Yeah, mine are not this hard. <laughs> okay. Mix. All right. Should we reveal we on three? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. <laughs> um, I'm just going to read the answers. Tandy said, sucked if I know, which is an acceptable response and probably what I will say later on. Um <laughs> Katie's got hot cider, and Lisa's in with the right answer, which is wassailing. Oh, man. <gasps> Best hail. I've do done you, the do thing. You, <laughs> do you know what? I actually read about that earlier, and I'd completely, clearly forgotten it. So, well done. Uh, there's a good bit in Pete Brown's book um, about uh, about cider and apples, The Apple Orchard. Highly recommend. Uh, there's a good wassailing bit in there. Nice. All right. So another okay, another Christmas idea. Mm. There you go. So Lisa nice. gets a tick for that. Well done. <laughs> All right, Katie, go for an easier question. Please, much, I beg you. much easier <laughs> question. Kinnegar Brewing do a very solid core range. What creature appears on the can of Rust Bucket Rye IPA? Much easier questions, okay? <laughs> I think. <laughs> you think. <laughs> <laughs> My brain isn't braining. Okay, <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Okay, we're ready. are you ready? Hold One, them up, ladies. Two, three. Ooh, we have three answers. I'm going to start. Christina has said rabbit. Lisa says Rusty the dog. And uh, Tandy says bunny. The answer is Rusty the dog. Ooh, I actually wasn't sure which it. way. I was like, oh, well, then I was like, is it the bunny or is that on the different can? I could, I was, I was guessing there. So I couldn't remember oh. if it was the bunny or the. And so annoying because I know that they've got bunnies on all their cans, but I couldn't think of a specific creature that wasn't the bunny. Oh, yeah. so silly. Well, Lisa's far in the lead. Right, we need to equalize this. Okay, Lisa, you're up next. <laughs> all right, I have a multiple choice answer. So this is going to be an A, B, C, or D. So I'm going to, I can read off the options twice too if we need, but which of the following is not a current or, or recent Bud Light sub-brand or flavor? And these were horrifying to me. Um, but is it A, apple slices, B, retro tie-dye, C, platinum, or D, Bavarian haze bro? So again, A, is there an apple slices Bud Light? B, retro tie-dye Bud Light, C, platinum Bud Light, or probably Bud Light Platinum. I'm guessing that's how that would work. Or D, Bavarian Haysbro. So those are your four choices. All right, 
looks like you've got your A, B, C's or D's ready. Let's see them. Hold on. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it, and we've got a different answer again each time. <laughs> so Tandy's gone for A, apple slices, which is not correct. Uh, Christina's gone for C, platinum, also not correct. But Katie, you've got it. There is no <laughs> Bavarian haze bros, even though there certainly could be, given okay, the others. But yeah. I'm sorry, what is retro tie-dye? I haven't the least notion. That's just what it's called. It's <laughs> It was a horrifying trip down a Wikipedia uh, rabbit hole today. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That I was a guess. Oh, what? Katie, what? good point. <laughs> I thought platinum just seemed so tame compared to the rest of them. So I was like, what? Oh, that's so, that seems somewhat normal. Maybe yeah. that's the mm. one that, that isn't. Because you could see they've probably trademarked it somewhere for something that, you know, well, they have for that one. But yeah, I feel like Bavarian Haysboro, why not? Like retro tie dye is just as dumb frankly you yeah. see i only picked apple slices because it was the only one that's an actual food of those four right. options so yeah. random so there, there you go okay well let's let's stick to uh to beer styles and um, my question is first one um give me the difference between a vice and a vit this requires thinking <laughs> This is what my brain has come up with, and I apologize in advance for this, folks. Okay, everybody ready? Show on one, two, three. So, Lisa, you've gone for Vit has coriander. Katie, you've gone for the difference between a lager and an ale. I guess you think one is a lager, one is an ale. Yeah. And Christina, you've gone for a wheat beer versus a white beer. Okay, so Lisa, you get kind of maybe a half point Partial. only for that. Yeah, Partial like, that's points. not enough. Partial points. So I'll give it to you all. And it's, it's more like a reminder than anything else. So Weiss is a German beer style. And the flavor notes that you're looking for, although both are made with wheat, uh, the flavor notes in a Weiss are banana, clove, bubblegum. And in a Witt, your flavor notes are orange and coriander. There we go. Oh, I'm going to say we give Lisa a whole point for that. Oh, yeah, I, honestly. Come on. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Fine. I feel like it's only half point, but I'll take it. I'll take it. It's the holidays. Oh, my brain is just like, Dunsies. I don't know. They're delicious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they, are. They're, they are both delicious. And All I right. should know this because I'm a beer judge, but my brain is like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, this is too late in the year to be thinking and remembering. And <laughs> no. It's all good. All right, Christina friend, we are back to you. Uh, well, we're going for something completely different in the immortal words of Monty Python. Um, and we're talking Christmas movies. So how many ghosts haunt Scrooge in a Muppets Christmas oh. Carol? Mm. I'll say it again. How many ghosts haunt Scrooge in a Muppets Christmas Carol? You know what? I've actually only seen it once, but I, I'm going to remedy that. I'm going to watch it again this year, but. I don't think I've ever seen it, so I'm just going to guess. I've picked a random number and I'm going to hope it's not three like all the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> going to okay. hope they had loads of Muppets. Ghosts. Are we ready? Okay, we're ready. Okay, one, two, three. 
and Lisa's says right with five. Oh my gosh. Well, well, I, I knew because the 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 two fellas in the box were, like basically turn up as a as a ghost. So that was yeah. That was where but I got that. In the traditional Christmas Carol, it's Jacob Farley, the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas yet to come. However, in a Muppets Christmas Carol, Jacob Marley's character is split into two: Jacob Marley and Robert Marley brothers. Yes. Who haunt Scrooge. And then you have the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. So five, five ghosts, haunt Scrooge in a Muppet's Christmas Carol. So I didn't even get the normal rice. I had the three. <laughs> but people will sometimes make the argument that he's only haunted by three ghosts and the Jacob Marley one doesn't quite count. No, 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 no. Marley opens this Marley door. Literally, literally. Yeah. This, this is so over my head, all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I said 12 because 12 just is always the magic number when it comes to Christmas. Oh, That's, fair. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> all right. Katie, you're round. Okay. Bono and the Edge invested in uh, Wicklow Wolf Brewery, Irish Brewery. Which other big Irish music star has also invested? Ooh. Okay, are you ready? Ready. One second. Okay. Okay, hold them up, please, ladies. Yeah, Hosier, everybody. This is a complete guess. Well, I didn't spell <laughs> it right, but yes. That was wrote, a complete guess. You're telling me I, I got wrote, a point? Oh, my goodness. Hosier, but anyway. Point, we... Points all around. The answer is Hosier. Awesome. So, who is from County Wicklow, so that would make sense, right? Yes. Ah, Good job. Okay, next is uh, Lisa's next, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. I've got a fun one next. So what, and you'll see where this is going once I started, what beer style does he drink between drinking a whiskey drink, a vodka drink, a blank drink, and a cider drink? Oh. Don't make us all say. You can sing the song in your head, folks at home, in your head. You know, if you're on the bus or something. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but um, I'm going to guess again. It's a, oh, good, it's a good tune. And now I want to listen to it. It is, it a is good but tune. now I can't get that one lyric in my head. Oh, God. <laughs> how Just... it always works. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. This is the thing with an earworm, right? It's always that one word that's missing. All right. Let me know Hold if on. you're ready. I'm not even ready. You're almost not there. Ready almost there. <laughs> Are you sure it's a beer stall? <laughs> it's definitely a kind of beer. Okay. I'm gonna have to guess this one. All right, all right. Let's 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 see the answers then, if you're ready. Oh. Okay. Oh, almost. Almost. Okay. All right. Let's see them. Oh, and this everyone's got it. He drinks a lager drink. Very good. <laughs> Yay. Very good. Cheapest. That was a good guess. So any of you, oh, maybe, if heart. there are young people at home, this is Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. The rest of us all know that, but just in case there are people, you know, for whom the world is new, just go look it up. <laughs> it's worth your time. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I was like, what else would a person of that time yes. drink? And they would that's, only drink lager, you know? Yep. That's literally the, the reason why I guessed it. And, <laughs> and I can hear the whole song in my head. Damn it. Okay. 
All right, we're going to go a, a little bit of a tough one again because I just went I just went BJCP for my uh, quiz questions yeah for the most part. Okay. I want you to name me two historical beer styles. Now, it's th there is a whole category in BJCP just called historical beer styles, but they there are some beers in here that we all know. Maybe we just don't know that they're historical beer styles. So name two there are at least eight correct answers. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage being the only non-certified. But the rest of us have to remember them. And that's- Katie, do not feel like you're at a disadvantage because now that I have the question, my brain is like, ha ha! Exactly. God! I haven't a fucking clue. So we're going to play this game. Because my brain is like, well, every beer style is historical, Christina. I know. What is it? And, See, and, you know, I thought that somebody would tell me that, actually. I thought that I was going to get backlash for this question. Well, that's my answer, Tandy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Define right. historical. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to just fucking write something down. I, and I'm like, should I delete one of the... the well, not even delete, erase one. Oh, I, mm. okay. See, I'm going to overthink it now. I've uh, overthought this. <laughs> and I'm sure I've spelled oh, everything wrong. That's I know, right? I have no, give me a... Fuck! Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have completely overthought this because I'm going, what are the oldest ones? I'm just sitting <laughs> here drinking my beer going... <laughs> <laughs> hey, dudes. <laughs> I'm just writing down... Uh, beers <laughs> that aren't milkshake IPAs basically <laughs> I'm just going with the oldest ones I can think of in my head which is not what the answer is oh god but just think like in 30 40 years someone will brew a milkshake IPA as a historical style and we'll all just like shrivel into dust and be oh. like why yeah we'll we'll turn over in our graves no not in 30 years that's too soon no or but at I'm... least like this is not what yeah. it was like this is nothing like the real thing even though we didn't <laughs> like it like how now I'll like hear a Spice Girl song and be like ah oh, even though at the time I was like oh. but you know nostalgia is <gasps> a weird thing okay I have an answer all okay. right all right let's go historical beer stars Turn over your answers. Let's see what we got. Okay, so let's go with Christina first. <laughs> Christina I says like all beer is historical if you try hard enough, which is for true, it. true, but not on my answer sheet. <laughs> ah. Okay, Katie, you've got Berliner Weiss and Kolsch. Neither of those are on the list, but those are good guesses, actually. <laughs> okay, okay, Lisa, you've got a Grzitzki, and <laughs> then you've got Leipziger Goza, and that's two out of two, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I didn't know if Goza would count as historical. Goza counts. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Goza counts. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you the other ones. I so have a got... serious answer too, but there's, it, oh. it, it's just oh. like, uh, and which I do have Goza on my. Yeah, oh. um, there. Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you about the other, let's call it BJCP sanctioned historical ales or historical beers, because as you know, as we've established, it doesn't mean that these are the oldest beer styles in the world. What it actually means is that these were beer styles that were once recognized and almost kind of went into extinction before being revived in a lot of ways by home brewers or commercial brewers trying something different or finding old recipes and trying them out. So we've got Rochenbeer, so that's a rye, you know, rye beer. Oh. We've got a Goza. We've got a Kentucky Common. Oh, uh, 
We've brewed right? ones. Yeah. And I, I've never tasted one, but I'd love to. But um, Lisa, maybe you know a little bit more, but a bit of a sour, um, but adjunct forward kind of beer. Yeah, very kind of grainy, you know, kind of mm. made corn kind of a thing. But again, some of it's guesswork, like anything with this mm. sort of thing. But I have had some commercial ones too. But again, guesswork. Mm. But I really like mm-hmm. the ones I had. So then we have a London brown ale as opposed <gasps> oh. to, you know, a, a a typical kind of English brown ale. Now, I don't ask me what the differences are. It's probably got to do with ingredients as opposed to anything else, but that's one of them. Then we've got pre-prohibition porter and pre-prohibition lager. So, and I think that the differences, again, would have been a scarcity of ingredients and how, you know, what the ratios of the ingredients are like. Then we've got a sati from Finland. Now, mm. I don't know much about that one at all. We've got grajiskier which is the Polish smoked wheat beer. And we've got a Lichtenheiner, or Lichtenheiner, which oh, yeah. is also like a smoky German beer. I don't know much more than that, to be honest. But I thought it was interesting because... That's you, a good you one, know, yeah. Why not? Why not? I've I've never brewed any of those. Um, but I've tasted one or two. Obviously, a Goza. I'm a big fan of Gozas, and I love a Rochenbeer. I love Gozas. Mm. Mm. I love Gozas. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry to everyone who uh, thinks that, you know, because I'm a beer judge, I know things. Apparently, I know. (laughs) Um, But in my defense, when you ask me questions on the spot, my brain tends to just forget everything that I've ever known, ever. That's the fun about a pub quiz. It's actually just not so much about being, you know, (laughs) right. It's about the fun of it. All right, folks, we took a little bit of a beer break and, uh, you know, changing of headphones break and, and all the things that we need to do. Um, but we are back with another round of questions. But actually, more importantly, we've got another beer for some of us anyway. And um, we're on to a second beer, which has not happened on this pod for a little while. But um, yeah, Katie, do you want to tell us what your second beer of the night is? My second beer of the night is a, can you see that? It's a Harry's Peanut Butter Brown Ale. Brewed by Trouble Brewing here in Kildare, not a million miles away from me. And it's nice that and brown. I really enjoyed that one. I really and like it. If you like peanut butter, it's very, it's lovely. It's a, quite a peanutty flavor. And I love, I like it a lot. I really oh. like that beer. Yeah, it's very Moorish. That so. sounds delicious. Lisa, what have you got for your second beer? So uh, for anyone who's trying to, to predict at home, I've gone for a, a second <laughs> uh, Dublin Porter again because I, I picked up a couple cans this morning. Actually, I, w- I will confess, I still have a couple of the Amber Lager left over, um, other Hope fans, but uh, did think about going to that, but I thought, oh, it's so cold out. I, I need to I need to stick with the winter beer. So mm. all the winter beers. Love well, the Dublin Porter. Well, snap, because you got me on it. <laughs> That's that's my second beer is the same thing. So the Hope Dublin Porter seasonal brew, and it's only my first can. So hopefully I fall in love with it in the same way that you have, Lisa. <laughs> it <laughs> now, was so that when it disappears, we'll be sad. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christina, friend, you're still on your tea, are you? I'm on the tea, which is not helping me in the slightest. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It's absolutely fine. Quizzes are just fun. So let's just do it. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do one more round of normal questions, and then we're going to go into a round of wrong answers only. So, Christina, take us away with your final serious question. Okay. Eleanor Rumming is a 16th century alewife. What did she mix 
in with her ale to make a potion that would make you appear several years younger. To make this a bit easier, I'm going to give you multiple choice options. So option A is hen's droppings. Option B is pigeon feathers. And option C is crow's feet. Okay. Are we ready to show our answers? I don't know if ready is the right word, but you know, we have answers. Ready is a thing. Yeah, the answer is A, hen's droppings. So Lisa and Tandy both got it. It is hen's droppings. (laughs) She mixes it with her ale to make a potion to make the drinker appear a year or two or more younger. We've all been there. It worked. (laughs) I could do with a decade or more, you know. gonna need a lot of that ale yeah definitely (laughs) oh am i next i'm next Mm -hmm. okay niels bohr he won the nobel prize for physics in 1922 Mm -hmm. he was given not an official prize an unofficial prize um that is beer related can anyone tell me what it was oh shit know his name ah can you he, say that question again? Sorry, Katie. So Niels Bohr. So he he won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1922. So he developed the model of the a certain type of model of the atom where you have your protons and neutrons in the nucleus and then you have your electrons floating around it. And if anybody has studied chemistry, we all do our Bohr diagrams of atoms. So he won the Nobel Prize for Physics in 1922 and he an unofficial prize that he he got uh, was beer related. And I'm wondering if you can tell me what it was. I'll give you a clue. He's Danish. Okay. Best guess. That's what we're doing. I've seen pictures yeah. of him around Denmark and I'm still like. Uh. <laughs> okay. When you're ready, show me your answers. Okay. Oh, these are all really good answers. Very so he, pasteurization. I'm not sure how that is a prize. Was he uh, pasteurized? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Christina says he had a beer named after him. And uh, Tandy is on the right track with Carlsberg Cup. Well, not quite. He actually uh, lived really close to the Carlsberg Brewery and they actually piped a line directly into his house for him <gasps> and supplied him with beer. That's so cool. That Nothing is wrong with that. Awesome. Wow. There you, you go. To get on that with hope, <laughs> right? Yeah, all us Northside folks, like, hey, you know, can we I get? I would like oh. to be on the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, that is so cool. There you That's go. Really cool. That is very very cool. I thought that was the coolest. I have not fact checked that, but I sounds cool. I like right? that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good lore, one way or the other. I like it. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, Lisa, you're up next. Okay, so sort of a beer history question, but sort of not. But according to Michael Jackson, and and again, for those listening at home, proper Michael Jackson, the beer writer, not the other Michael Jackson. As And as a sidebar, I had to explain to my children earlier today about the other Michael Jackson and his hair going on fire for the Pepsi video and all of that stuff. But anyway, sidebar. Uh, but according to Michael Jackson, beer writer, the namesake ingredient of this traditional beer style 
was not used in the actual brewing process until the 20th century and probably until modern craft brewing. What might that ingredient be? And again, it's in the name of the style. So think about that. And again, this is according to Michael Jackson. I think some other people since then may dispute this, but as with anything, you know, more research is needed. So I know this, but my brain has it's just <laughs> gone. And it's like I remember right reading there, the article. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like right there at the And I'll also say as as a sort of hint, there was a big research, well, big-ish resurgence in this style in kind of the early 2000s. You still see a fair few of them about. Um but again, this particular ingredient was probably not actually used in the beer until relatively recently. I think my answer is going to be wrong, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, no, go for it, you know, just full full throttle, yeah. you know. That's the, best, that's the best thing you can do. If it's wrong, yeah. we, we've all learned something. And again, it's possible he wasn't right. We don't know. And I was trying to think of bad the bad Michael Jackson song lyric that I could use <laughs> as, a, as a funny answer, but it just, my brain that wouldn't go there. Too. All right, let, let's see those answers. Oh, brown malt, nut brown ale. And then Christina says, I know this, but brain refusing to cooperate. We, we've all been there. I know that, but it's in fact oysters. Oh, damn, oysters stouts. <gasps> Oh, so there's, there is like back and forth. People will say that like the shells might have been used, but not your actual fishy, fishy oyster bit and back and forth. But yeah, so there's there's a lot of discussion about this. But per Michael Jackson, no oysters in an oyster stout until basically the 1990s. So. What a good question. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, do it, I get an extra point? Oh, my God. No, no I don't. I don't. <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> oh, this this because I literally just read this woman's book for housewives about how to add oyster shells to your beer. And I think the shells, beer yeah. is a little wonky. Yeah. And this was either the 18th or 19th century. So I literally just. Oh my gosh. That's funny. And, and again, small aside, we, the shells have definitely been used like from twas ever thus, but the actual oysters. And I'm like, in retrospect, do we need the oysters? How, what does that add? I don't know. But the shells though, you get, you know, it's changing your pH. It's all kinds of good stuff, potentially. Yeah. So hmm. there you go. What an interesting question. Oh, yeah. love that. Okay. So mine is not beer related, but it is Christmas drink related. So, you know, adjacent. Okay. Uh, I learned of this drink today and I want you guys to tell me what's in it. <laughs> so Ooh. hopefully, hopefully, um, yeah. We'll see. What is in a coquito? And oh. I'll give you a hint. It's also called Puerto Rican eggnog. Do we have to name all the ingredients? Well, name most of them. Let's, <laughs> there's, there's one or two that are really key. The rest we might be a bit lax on. I think I've had one, but I don't think I'm right. <laughs> so. I've decided after seeing this, by the way, that I will be making this for Christmas or before, because why not? If it helps, there are, call it five ingredients, five ingredients, um, some of which may be spices or herbs or fruits, those kinds of things, um, as opposed to just liquidy things. 
However, while we're on the topic, it's one of those things that, you know, families have got loads of different recipes for, and, you know, you, you often get them passed down, apparently, in Puerto Rico, um, and, and yes, very much a Christmas drink, so I, I didn't know about this one until today, <laughs> and now I'm dead keen. I'm going to be the coquito queen after this. <laughs> Depending on what's in it, you know, yeah, I, I might give it a try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if not, I've just invented some kind of cocktail here. So we'll there know, we go. Same. We'll same. I I have almost all the ingredients in my house. One I could get, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Even if we're guessing, let's let's uh let's see. Is everybody nearly ready? Thanks, so. Anna. I've made <laughs> mine up. Perfect. <laughs> so Perfect. it might be amazing once you actually make it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, are we ready to show? Let's do it. All right, let's go. One, two, three. Okay, let's start with Christina. So, Christina, you've got cream, eggs, star anise, nutmeg, cinnamon, rum, sugar. Okay, Katie, you've got mace, rum, nutmeg, pineapple, papaya, lime. <laughs> it sounds that good. sounds delicious. <laughs> okay, so, Lisa, you've got tequila, rum, coconut milk, cinnamon and nutmeg so i'd say that lisa is the closest how oh my god but okay so so the key ingredients are coconut milk or cream so coconut cream being preferred condensed milk instead of sugar oh right cinnamon nutmeg and then the alcohol is rum so I, I feel like christina definitely gets a half point for having oh, yeah at least a lot of the ingredients there but lisa you're probably the closest no well, tequila yep. though We'll give Christina and Lisa a point. Good job. Good job. I I actually really wanted to try that now. That sounds really good. Does it not sound delicious? And and it's often, it's also called uh, coconut eggnog as opposed to Puerto Rican eggnog. But I didn't want to give that away in the name, right? Oh, no. Um, but but what makes it different is that apparently it looks quite similar to eggnog and you you mix it like in a blender or whatnot. So it's got the same kind of fairly thick, you know, velvety consistency, but it's got no eggs. So it's nice for vegans if you wanted, unless you, uh, well, condensed milk is not vegan, but you can do other things. So it just sounds delicious. Holy crap. Give me all the coconut and the rum. Thank condensed you. Condensed milk is underrated as a cocktail ingredient. Oh, in totally. Yeah. There's totally. some really good stuff. And actually, some uh, recipes that I saw also added evaporated milk, but I didn't see them in most, so I didn't include that in the recipe no. list. So there we go. All right. So, the guys, that concludes our serious questions or serious answers only rounds. We're getting on to the fun stuff. So we're doing wrong answers only, and we're going to start with Christina, as we have been doing. And basically, the point of this is to be as obscure, funny, or wrong as possible. So <laughs> wrong answers only, no right answers need apply. And the person asking will choose the winner of that round. All right, Christina Friend, let's hear it. Well, tis the season for Whamageddon. So in the spirit of Whamageddon, please complete the following lyric. Last Christmas, I gave you my... Katie's overthinking herself. You know when your mind is just like I don't know what to say (laughs) That's me the entire quiz Katie (laughs) My brain is on holiday already It's like thinking nah don't know it (laughs) No shame no No. None to be had We're all looking forward to that 
That break. Oh, my goodness. My brain is looking forward to it. I'm really resisting singing this song because I don't want the people that are still in Whamageddon. I'm out. To get it. Covers don't count, though. Covers don't count. So. Okay, so then in. I can hum it's this be in the, my head. <laughs> yeah, it's just got, it's got to be the OG. So. Yep, because I'm still in. Will not leave my brain. All right. Are we ready? Wrong answers only. Remind us of your question, Christina. Yes. Complete the following Christmas lyrics. Last Christmas, I gave you my... <laughs> You're going to have to read it out, friend. <laughs> yes, I know. Sorry. God, I have to read this. Okay. Let's start with Lisa. Last Christmas, I gave you my porg. What is porg? What is porg? What is porg? So they're, they're from The Last Jedi. Uh, I have a porg salt cellar in my kitchen that is in my direct line of vision. So they're, they're the ones that, that when they filmed on Skellig Michael, they, they're actually puffins and then they just digitally dress them up and they're adorbs. So it's, I would go get it, but I don't think that would be a good idea right now. So. <laughs> oh, they were living on Skellig Vahir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Ah. exactly. Which you've said properly, not me. So... <laughs> Katie says, last Christmas, I gave you my bike. The very next day, you told me to take a hike <laughs> and kept my bike. <laughs> That's good. good rhyming, Katie. I like that. And then Tandy says, last Christmas, I gave you my stale farts. You can Thank sell you that. that, Tandy. You could sell sell your stale farts on OnlyFans, Tandy. Uh, right? Listen, there's a market for everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for that horrible, horrible idea that I didn't know needed to be in my brain today. So for that, Tandy, you win because now that is in my head. Yes. Yeah, that, that, I feel like that's a clear winner. Yeah. Uh, just rhyme with heart. What rhymes with heart? Fart. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, Katie, give us your wrong answers only question. Okay. The Junior Eurovision was held this week in Yerevan in Armenia. And its slogan was spin the music. If you were to organize oh. a European beer festival, what would its slogan be? Oh, that's a Ooh, good question. Good one. And wrong it should be something only. like that where it sounds like it's not quite real English. Like that. No. Mm, like spin the music. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was Ro- Did you saw see Rosalind wrote the song and the like? She's super huge on TikTok now. Again, Eurovision geeking out here. But mm. I know, and she she performed as well. Yes, oh. yes. And the whole time, Verdi kept going. I know this song. I'm like, because you saw it on regular Eurovision. But anyway, oh, this is tough. My brain is going to the poorly translated shirts like website in my brain. Yeah. But those are all like Japanese. I, I'm trying to think like Eastern European. Mm. Exactly. All right. Are we ready? Okay, ladies. So just to recap, the question was Junior Eurovision was held uh, last weekend in Yerevan in Armenia. And its slogan was spin the music. If you were to organize a beer festival, what would its slogan be? Right. Answers, please. Hold them up and I will read them out. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Very different answers here. <laughs> so Tandy has said creating new kinks since 
1886. Okay. I'll explain. Do you want to explain? I'll, okay, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain it. So, okay. In my mind, this is what happens, right? Is that you go to you go to a beer festival, and that's in air quotes. And what really happens is that you know you're exploring new things and you're tasting new things and. I feel like in an alternate universe, it could be just creating a whole bunch of new OnlyFans categories or like, <laughs> I don't know, dark, dark internet searches, you know, based on how far you can take beer subculture. Okay. Lisa has explicate the ale. Hashtag, yeah, sorry, yeah, hashtag of course. So <laughs> I, I've gone for this thinking it doesn't actually mean anything, but people might think it means something in English, but mm. doesn't really. So again, thinking European, you know, continental, I'll, I'll say, you know, but okay. also I, I, I also went for, and this is again, overthinking. I was like, what if the hashtag is too long for the event, but <laughs> we're going to do it anyway. Just very good. Christina. Let me read your essay. Maybe I'll read it because it keeps it keeps it keeps whatever. Um, so in my mind, this the 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 beer festival is hosted by Belgium, Belgium, who has won 583 years running. And so the slogan is, quote, maybe this year someone else will win, have a chance. Probably not, though. <laughs> that makes more. Time. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes lucky. a lot more sense. I love it. And this like is it. this is. Uh, although I will say like Belgian beers is one of my favorite styles. This is not um, a real factor in the fact that anyone else is, has bad beer. Please don't come for me. Good beer. We love you all. Yeah. Joke. <laughs> so I am going to judge my answer and I am going to base my answer on what would I see on a beer mat in front of me. And I, think we might need a book for Christina's answer <laughs> rather than a beer mat but I'm gonna go with Lisa because it was short oh, nice. and snappy short and snappy nice there we go good job uh, well winner Lisa it's All your right. turn it's my turn so again wrong answers only making sure mm -hmm. everyone knows where we are and again looking also for short and snappy because that's how these kind of things tend to be what excuses have breweries given for exploding cans of pastry stout, et cetera, Ooh. in the last year? So pick one, because it's not their fault. It's not their fault. What's the excuse? And it could be anything. But except for their fault, it wasn't that. Wrong answers only. So we're not allowed to use the answers that they've actually used, like supply <laughs> chain logistics and... I mean, you know, that, that's all a bit easy, isn't it? Pop you know, cream. You want... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to make up a term, that, that can work too, you know? Lots of scope for that. Yeah, and again, if you're listening home, your pastry stout exploded in your fridge or in your kitchen or wherever you happen to be, you probably weren't expecting this. So I can just feel these are going to be good answers. And maybe... We'll have to watch and see if any of these answers are adopted into the, you know, into the, the, you know, the dialogue, if you like, online. So if we see these later, we know, just FYI. Let this not be the thing that we manifest, please. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We're not <laughs> manifesting this. We don't want it. All right. Let's okay. do it. Let's see. 
Oh, oh my gosh. These are fantastic. <laughs> so I just said wolves did it because I'm not original and I'm just stealing, you know, from League of Gentlemen. But again, it's my own question. Oh my God. But Christina's is really good. My dog ate my brewing recipe. <laughs> Could happen to anyone. Tandy, alpha lunar acid instability. I love that. Lots of technical sounding terms, you know, could be real, but also Katie though. Oh, so good. Don't masturbate with our beer. It's not made for that. Oh <laughs> gosh. These are all really, really good answers. I'm, I'm, I'm having a tough time with this one. I might have to kind of, uh, do one of these with it. And, and for those listening home, I'm doing a, a sort of eeny, meeny, miny, mo type of thing, but I think <laughs> I think this time, I think Tandy, it's going to have to be yours because it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a real thing, but yeah, that's, so yeah, if we see that on someone's like, we've had to recall this beer because of, can you say it again? Alpha lunar. Alpha lunar acid instability. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we know we're just saying, but also if someone calls their beer, this like, just We'd be curious to hear about it. Actually, that would be very funny. <laughs> that um, would be funny. And it won't explode. Funny. It will not no. explode. Yeah. No, it has to be like the most stable beer in the world. Yes. Yes. If you make like a super chill, like 3% mild mm. with this, we, we would find that hilarious. So. <laughs> Good question. That was a really fun one. <laughs> All right. Final question. Wrong answers only. And for anybody that listens to this podcast enough, uh, you will know that my pet peeve is people who put DDH on their tins or their cans. And it's not because it's not a real thing. Double dry hopping is an actual thing. It's putting double the amount of dry hops in the dry hopping phase or, you know, doing it twice. But like, it pisses me off because it's not it's not a beer style. It doesn't add to anything except for to people who know what it means. So wrong answers only, please. What does DDH stand for? Oh, that's good. Do these have to be like clean answers? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and for those um, who may not know, because breweries like to just put it on without explaining, it means double dry hopped in real life. So now we need the wrong answers only. It's such a weird thing because, you know, this, this thing bugs me so much. Today I had a double dry hopped double IPA, right? That was one of my beers of the day, but not once on the can did they say that it was actually like a New England IPA or a hazy IPA as opposed to a West Coast IPA. So why, why must I have double dry hopped on the can when because... I'd actually rather know, I'd rather know whether it's West Coast or East Coast. Okay, yeah. wrong answers only, let's go. The question was, by the way, for everyone who was um, recap, what does DDH stand for? Okay, Christina, yours is damned drinking hell. Oh, I like, that. <laughs> like it. Katie, dirty, dirty hands. <laughs> In brackets, made this. <laughs> Love it. So dirty hands made this. And Lisa, distinctly decocted humulant. <laughs> Which is not even a word. Not even a made thing. Made that up. No. Not even a thing. Hmm. Who is going to be the winner? I'm really surprised that nobody went for double dick or, you know. It was there. Double, it was there. Yeah. It was, it was on my card. Yeah. And, and I said, no, I, I'm, a, I'm above that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a classy Ooh. person, really. I think I'm going to go with Christina on this. Damn like drinking that. hell. That's the winner for me, this one. 
I like that. <laughs> double it's dry. It's now hop. going to be every time I see double dry hop, I'm like, damn, drinking health. Yes. Yeah. And again, we're going to accidentally manifest this. This was, this oh, is going to appear. <laughs> it could be really funny though. If somebody called, if somebody called, um, there'd be a dirty, dirty hands. That would be probably not a great selling tool. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. It is funny. All right, Katie, what's our, what's our final score? Lisa I think has we to be the winner. Tell. Lisa is the winner. All right. Second. I'm just good at trivia. It's not my fault. It just happens. Second place is Tandy. Third is Christina. And I am bringing up the rear. <laughs> uh, you're making sure we're not, you know, going off okay. the rails. Yeah. Okay, but hold on. If this was out of 16, how many questions did Lisa get correct or win? Because I think for our listeners at home or who are watching, that's this is the score to beat. Nine. Nine. I have nine. Now, oh, there'll be plenty. There'll be plenty. I, I have been drinking all through this quiz. <laughs> so my scorekeeping might be slightly off, but I reckon ah. I did okay. <laughs> I think so. So nine out of 16, folks, is the score to beat. And we absolutely want to see your scores on Twitter, absolutely. Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, and wherever else you feel like telling us. You could even email us at beerladiespodcast at gmail.com. Although that's a bit boring. Tweet us at least. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really well done. Well done, Lisa. Oh, thank Pope you. Quiz I, champion. I'd like to thank everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really fun. And I do think that maybe this might become a bit of an annual. What do you guys Ooh, think? Oh, I think so. Could Definitely. Be. Could be a thing. Could be a thing. I've, and, and we also want to hear your uh, wrong answers only. So, Absolutely. Yeah, we, we'd really like to hear your wrong answers to our wrong answer questions. That would be really, really fun. So let's keep in touch on all the socials. And otherwise, any last words from anybody? Happy Nothing. Christmas! Happy, Happy Christmas. Christmas! All That's the things. It, guys. Yes. We'll Happy Solstice. Happy Christmas. Happy yes. There it is. We'll see you all in the new year. And please do come and join us at Rascals on the 12th, 12th of Jan. And go get your tickets on Eventbrite. Um, they are free. So what are you waiting for? Um, yeah, we'll see you there. All right, folks. See you later. Bye, everybody. Thanks, friends. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.